This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hey, Nadpoles. Caldwell here to talk to you about Hero Forge, the best place to get fully customizable tabletop miniatures with dozens of fantasy species and thousands of parts to choose from. I actually just built a version of my Underdark Gnome Illusion Wizard, Kraslo, for use in a home game my friend has been running, and it was incredibly fun getting to scroll through all the options and details to bring this mage-handed menace to life. Their easy-to-use design tools let you build your perfect miniature online using a fully 3D, in-depth character creator right in your browser. Oh, and before you ask, yes, Hero Forge has goggles, and yes, Kraslo is wearing them. So if you've been thinking about splurging on a miniature for your D&D campaign, wait no longer, because May 2nd to May 9th, Hero Forge is having a spring sale. You can get 10% off all physical miniatures and free shipping, including international shipping on all orders. The figures are tiny, but the savings are huge. To take advantage of this great offer, visit HeroForge.com to start designing your custom miniature today and check back often because new content is added every week. Ooh, good to know. Kraslo just got a hat of vermin in the campaign, and I really want to find an annoying top hat for him to wear to represent that. In the meantime, that's it for me. Thanks for listening, and happy forging. Welcome to the campaign after the campaign after the campaign. This is not another D&D podcast. Welcome back to Eldermorn, everybody. I'm your dungeon master, Brian Murphy, joined by Jake Hurwitz. Henry Hogfish. My life is hellish because I wronged a shellfish. Oh. Oh. Maria, forgive us. I see we've committed to that. Mm-hmm. Whoa. I apologize to the mollusk community. <laughs> and then, <laughs> just a notepad file. Uh, and then, of course, we've got Emily Axford. Okay, this is hard because I wrote a different one, but now I want to do a shellfish ride. Great. Oh, wow. Okay, off, we're committing. Off the dome. Palace wow. and the Witch looking to pledge herself to a shellfish. Okay, so my other one was Incredible. no frills, mad skills, fish skills, ready to kill for butt tilled. Whoa. Oh my Whoa. God. Thank God you said that one too. Yeah. I know. Well, the shellfish done. one was pretty bad, so I really had to pivot. But it, was off, it was off the dome. It was I, off the dome. Uh, and then, of course, we've got Caldwell Tanner. Zerk for Vane. Alchemist who's ready to jam and has never once wronged a clam. Okay. <laughs> okay. Ooh. Yeah, there we go. That was on my sheet. I came up with that one in the shower two days ago. <laughs> it seems like it. You said it with confidence, the confidence of someone who had written it ahead of time and was prepared. Rolled off your tongue. That's just the energy I bring. That is the confidence I inspire. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Yes, let's do it. I like Come that on, attitude. Gang. Uh, all right, gang. Uh, don't be a fucking suck up. I'll kill your character, dude. I'll, no! I swear to God. DMs do hurt the ones they love. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> no, they don't. You love me? It's a hard way to find out, but I appreciate it. I love all of you guys. It's why I'm trying to do a total party kill here. Uh, all right. Um, let's go ahead and do a little recap. So last yes. time... You guys faced Quick Blast, Cass, Calloway in a tense nice. standoff. During it, 
Sophia revealed that Zerk was Stella Vervain's son, prompting Quick Blast mm. to reveal her own connections to the Vervain family. Ka- this sounds like a soap opera. It is. <laughs> it's saucy. The drama. I love the drama. <laughs> Uh, Cass explained that Stella was sponsoring her trip and was looking to cash in on Batilda's bounty. Once diplomacy wasn't going to work, mm. Fia attempted to send off Bookvar with damning information about Quick Blast, prompting the gunslinger to shoot him out of the sky. A battle ensued, during which Fia and Zerk were knocked out, but eventually Henry was able to use the Horn of the Deep, given to the third mates by Kenley, to summon four Deep Folk warriors who quickly surrounded Quick Blast and evened the odds. Mm -hmm. Henry was able to cut a deal to spare her life, provided she helped his friends, and she did so by giving them health potions. Uh, You guys then made her promise not to continue pursuing Batilda, and she left after the Deep Folk rid her of her loot. You then rested for the night while their leader, Luskrar, uh, helped you research the source of Henry's curse. Uh, together, you were able to narrow it down to a spring fairy of the sea, uh, and it seems my players have narrowed it down even further. <laughs> narrowed it down. We pinpointed it. Moria! Yeah, you guys nailed it. It's the mollusk lady. It's Moria. Moria, I pledge Batilda's uh, blade in your clammy Think name. about it. All the shrimp tails, all the shrimp jokes, the scampi. Mm. It was in the scampi all along. That's you, oh beautiful. Man, goodness you laid the breadcrumbs at our feet. Yeah. We didn't even know. It's been oh there my God. all along. We've got chapters. Murph, this is quite a thing to do. I, I did it. I've... I've been playing you since the beginning. It was I all along. Beware the mullet. So the next morning, Luskrar warned you to be wary of the greater fairies because they work for their own purposes. Uh, You proceeded through the sunken temple using various forms of alter self spells to navigate the underwater challenges. Some faring better than others. (laughs) No, not naming any names. Not naming any names. Um, When you guys got to the bottom, you found Batilda presumably frozen by Olwyn the Winter Fairy uh, before she could bleed out from a mortal wound. Together, you were able to um, thaw her and stabilize her and began making your way out of the temple through a secret exit. However, before you could leave, you were trapped by a wall of ice summoned by Olwyn, who revealed to have ulterior motives of his own. He wished to keep Batilda frozen in the temple to protect her forever and has threatened to do the same to the rest of you. When Zerk pulled his gun, Owen began gathering ice energy and you all braced for battle. And that's where we are now. Everybody go ahead and roll initiative. Woo! Oh, boy, Yay. right into it. Oh, no. Dude, not 20, baby. Whoa. There we go. Woo. There we go. Let's do it. That's a positive can-do Mr. Attitude. Henry, I only got an 11, so if you can finish him before then, very impressive. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to need to start off strong because I did roll a three. <laughs> Good Lord. I'll see what I can do. Uh, I was decimated by a whelm last, uh, last <laughs> session. Yeah, he was He was destroyed by some spinny water. <laughs> and the hot water. Your weakness really is the sea. Uh, what do you get with a nat 20, Henry? With a nat 20, I get a 22. 11. Six. All right. To kick things off, uh, at initiative 22, that is Henry. You see, um, Olwyn is just giving this really long Final Fantasy speech as he gathers ice (laughs) around him, and you manage to beat him to the punch. (laughs) I shall preserve you in a perfect memory. Too much time talking, buddy. I will not. Oh! 
<laughs> yeah, not one for the speeches. Uh, so I guess I'm just gonna I'm gonna swipe at Olwyn uh, with my claws. Sweet. Um, you rush across um, the ice here. Actually, um, go ahead and give me a dexterity saving throw um, oh, as no. you move forward uh, towards Olwyn. Of course. The river has completely frozen over, uh, so it is not uh, like completely slick. It is like packed ice, like the waves of the current. Um, mm. Have made these like sharpened edges. I see. So I haven't. Yeah, I'm not. Henry's usually a magnificent ice skater, but since uh, <laughs> there's sharp edges and stuff, I'll have to roll. I see. <laughs> That's only an eleven. An eleven is eleven. Does it? It's a DC ten. Um, so you're good oh. to move normally. Um, Beautiful sal cow from Henry. Uh, Henry, you begin to <laughs> run forward. I don't even know what move that is, but yes, you do whatever that is. A pirouette. <laughs> you're able to get a triple axel up to Olwyn, um, who looks down at you and goes. This is not how I remember it happening, Henry. I've pictured this battle in my head a thousand times since we met earlier today or yesterday. What, what? is time you... to an endless being? You planned on fighting us? I, um, what? Just admit it. You did. <laughs> you seem so chill, but I you were thinking about killing us I the whole time. Chill. I am quite literally chill. I okay. thought it was a possibility. <laughs> That you would try to take Matilda from me. Well, I guess you got a pretty good read on our character, because here we go pointing guns at you. <laughs> yeah, I will say that um, I, with my ice claws, I kind of look like Apollo Ono, like skating across the ice on these things, which <laughs> right is really cool. <laughs> um, that is a 18 to hit. Uh, 18 does not hit. Oh, I that um, might you be see, the case. yeah, like a. Um, a javelin that's kind of like a, a staff. It's got like a snowflake on one end. You see he um, uh, spins it around. You see there's like a little magical wisp of ice that blocks the attack from hitting him, but like shatters. <sighs> you know, I'm, I'm glad well, that we're doing this version of the battle that you pictured because it's super awesome. Uh, I'm going to take my second attack. I'm going to take my second attack. That is a nat 20. Whoa. There we go. Oh, what? Henry. I've been thinking about this fight, too. What, Henry? You knew we were going to fight? (laughs) It was destined. Everyone is planning a fight. I'm just trying to sound epic like Las It's like It's like the stars on a snowy night. The snow reflecting the moonlight. I guess I will start assuming I'm going to fight people more often. Yeah, you can start (laughs) manifesting it. That's 19 damage. 19 damage, nice. And I'm also going to bonus action uh, summon Shank. Right on. Here we go. Uh, hey, buddy. Sorry about the whelm. I'm back from hell. You fucking killed me. You killed you me, st- you monster. You still wearing a bathing suit? <laughs> you bus? sent me in. Why? I went fucking, in too. It's freezing in here. <laughs> the, the whelm kicked my ass also. It's fucking okay? freezing in here. We both got rocked, buddy. So he just remembers every time, huh? <laughs> it is not a new guy that I'm summoning. <laughs> I remember you fucking sending me in. Does it hurt? Yeah, it hurt like hell. It hurt real fucking bad. Oh. Yeah, no. I, think mm. I was torn asunder. I am starting to think Shank is more cursed than you, Hank. <laughs> yeah, no, I just die all the fucking time. You know, that's actually, that's accurate. I'm the second most cursed guy. <laughs> that is the lair action. You guys feel the uh, tunnel begins to get colder. The mm. ice begins to turn into like heavily thickly packed snow and you see little snowflakes all in the air. Um, everybody go ahead and give me strength saving throws. Oh, oh dear. 
Oh, I'm afraid it's a snow day. Oh. 17. You've definitely thought about this fight because you have lots of quick little quips that are really good. I have lots of little lines. <laughs> I've had this fight a thousand times in my memory. And I shall just... remember it. Is there anyone where we won? Over and over again, never, no. Well, we all win because we get to live together in a snow globe, <laughs> a.k.a. This... this temple, yes. How are we posed in the snow globe? What are we doing? Um, you are kind of tinkering away on various elixirs. and <laughs> That's fun. You, nope. Henry, Zerk. have those vicious bone claws away, and instead of kind of have your hands up like you're looking around like an explorer, and Fia, you have your nose in a book. It's just adorable. Okay, guys, here's what okay. we're going to do. We're going to all pretend that we're in a snow globe, and he's going to think he's won. We're just going to oh. all freeze for one round. Interesting. Fia uses an action to take out a book. <laughs> oh. uh, what'd you guys get on your strength saves? 17. 17! I was hoping you weren't going to ask, and that one. Oh! Brutal. <laughs> Henry, you were swinging wild today. Yeah, I thought you forgot. I you know? love that you tried to hide Henry that. Is, Henry is honestly in the best position to um, fail that because the snow uh, restrains him. Um, so the snow would restrain you guys. Instead, it's just going to be um, difficult terrain. So you guys are suddenly surrounded by thick snow. Um, you guys can have this ice wall behind you. Um, you guys are up to your waists in snow. Um, Henry, Ooh. you're stuck in the snow here, but you're right up on this dude. So uh, you're okay for now. Oh, these shorts, just increasingly a bad idea. <laughs> And I can tell you the nut is still exposed. It, I feel it now. <laughs> None of this was ever a good idea. That is Olwyn's turn. On Olwyn's turn, he reaches his hand out, uh, and you see little snowflakes gather around it, and he goes, I hope it's not too much for you. The cold snap. And he snaps his finger. Um, and you guys once again. He's got note cards. I see him reading off the note cards. Uh, you see he's got like a little moleskin notebook. Do you have a ghostwriter? Be honest. You're writing all these quips yourself? I write all my own lyrics. These are songs that I'm working on. Oh, yeah. Are you going to make a musical out of this? Yes. We're sort of the, we do the, the fallout boy way of writing a song where Pete Wentz writes poetry in the past. Patrick Stump turns into a song. I just need my Patrick Stump. <laughs> so you're Fallout Boy with only Pete Wentz. I am the Pete Wentz <laughs> of the temple. <laughs> Everybody go ahead and give me a con save uh, okay. as you guys feel a deep chill in the air. <laughs> this crazy winter wince. <laughs> winter wince. Uh, 19. That will be a nine for Fia. 19. Fia, you gain a level of exhaustion. Oh, fuck. Um, oh. You feel a deep chill in your bones. Is this affecting Batilda? Uh, it is not affecting Batilda. You see, so Olwen is not... Based on what he said, he is not trying to kill you guys. He's trying to freeze you guys. So mm. Batilda is already like almost there. She's already okay. like, you know, five levels of exhaustion. He's not trying to kill anyone. Should you guys fail, this will be a total party freeze where you guys are just statues <laughs> until someone oh. finds you. Um, so, you know, there's there's a level of lethality here, but he's okay. not trying to kill Batilda. So there's a chance eight years could pass between this and the next exactly, session. Exactly, cool, yes, cool, cool. exactly, yes. Wow. I would never hurt Batilda. I just want to keep her forever. Damn you, Wince. After the cold snap, uh, you see he's going to um, 
take two swings um, with his uh, javelin against uh, Henry here. Uh, gets advantage because Henry is restrained. Oh, dear. Mm. This is going mm. to hurt a little bit, but I would just freeze you if I could. Uh, that's a 23 to hit. Yeah. Uh, nine damage, Henry. Out. Sorry. Uh, takes a second swing. Doesn't uh, feel like you're freezing me at all. Crits. You're stabbing me with a javelin. Just stabs you directly in the heart. Oh, uh, no, you've been frozen by a broken heart. Just stabs you with a blade. I thought we were doing snow stuff, <laughs> just, dude. Yeah, just stabs, yeah. You, stabs you with steel. Um, this became decidedly less cute. Uh, you're stabbed for 19 damage, Henry. Oh, boy. All right, I'm really fucked up. Um, and then, Fia, that is your turn. Okay, how far am I from him? We'll say 30 feet away. I will go 15 feet because that's what I can do. Okay. Uh, and I will burning hands him at a third level. Okay. Yeah. Oh, nice. this isn't on theme. No. <laughs> Not going like that. <laughs> so he does a deck save. Uh, deck save, okay. Sorry to ruin your concept album. Uh, ooh, that's a natural five. He just fully gets toasted. <laughs> okay. Wait, no, you'll melt all the snow. Stop. You're ruining the aesthetic. <laughs> this is not how I remembered it. This is different. Different is bad. 15 fire damage. Uh. <laughs> and I would also like to give Batilda her blade. Batilda. Uh, she's she's out. She's She can't fight. Five levels of exhaustion. She has zero speed. She's got nothing. Mm. Owen is actually going to use a reaction on Euphia. Uh, frigid Ooh. rebuke. Um, go ahead and give me a constitution saving throw. You see, he holds his hands up and throws icicles at you. No, stop like this. <laughs> Bitch, try to hit me. I got a fucking dirty 20. Uh, icicle mm. just goes and um, melts <laughs> as soon as it uh, hits like the warm area that the burning hands just hit. <laughs> No, my icicle. Just wait till I get in range with you. I am going to hit you with so many flaming swords. Oh, good luck <laughs> getting through the snow. Do you need a plow? <laughs> what was that? What, what? was that? That Just wasn't a even laugh. a joke. You gave a little laugh a at the end laugh. of that. It wasn't a Just joke. Just a little laugh between friends. <laughs> <laughs> no? Why not? You're too slippery. I'm trying to get a hold on what your <laughs> angle is here. <laughs> um, Zerk, that is your turn. Okay. I think Zerk uh, remembers the uh, the rune that he saw on the uh, the statue of Callista uh, when we were swimming. Okay. And he tries to replicate that uh, on uh, maybe the side of his gun. Yeah, I think I try and like etch that rune onto the side of my gun, uh, okay. and I want to use that to cast Flaming Sphere. Okay. Um, which is a five-foot diameter sphere of fire, appears in an unoccupied space of your choice within range, and lasts for the duration. Any creature Whoa. that ends its turn within five feet of the sphere must make a dexterity saving throw. The creature takes 2d6 fire damage on a failed save, or half as much damage on a successful one. Sweet. Uh, cool. So I'm just gonna, I just like shoot a giant sphere of fire from my gun nice. uh, at Olwyn. Oh no, fire destroys things. The ice will preserve everything. What are you doing? <laughs> if you're gonna mount a stage play, you're gonna need to use some pyrotechnics. I'm telling you right now. Um, so yeah, you see this um, flaming sphere of fire appears near mm -hmm. Olwyn. 
or shoots out of the gun um, and uh, stops near Olwen. Um, and Olwen will need to um, cool. make a check at the end of his turn. And then as my bonus action, uh, I'm going to tell Spridal uh, to add to the pyrotechnic chaos and drop some dynamite on the flaming sphere. Uh, wow. He makes a deck saving throw. Go ahead and roll 3d6. Uh, you okay. see Spridal throws uh, a stick of dynamite. Uh, it's just like when my mom would let me play with dynamite, completely unsupervised. Why would you give your child dynamite? <laughs> it's what my mom did for me. I'm just repeating the mistakes of the past. That's a... Uh, 15 for him? Okay, uh, that fails. Okay. So that's just, that's six damage though from the D6s. Oh, you would think dynamite would hurt more. (laughs) (laughs) It's child-friendly dynamite. I made sure. You're more responsible (laughs) than I thought you were. More like a mean candle. (laughs) (laughs) What? <laughs> don't don't laugh at I our jokes. Okay, we're Why not friends. We are friends. I don't understand no. this relationship. I remember when we were no. all in that room before, and I showed that was you yeah. the little oh. movie. Yeah. That was good. And do now the movie you're again. You're yes. ruining Let's the just friendship. Do it. We could do it a million times. We could do what it What other movies do you know? Do you know, know other movies? Yes, I know Edward You Scissorhands. stabbed me with a fucking javelin, And you sta- tried to stab me with your claws. In fact, you did stab me with your claws. Who okay. really okay. attacked who first? I just stood menacingly and just said- don't, We can't come back from this. We don't come back from this. Maybe you just turn into a movie and we leave. Right. Well, no, you have to stay and watch the movies with me. We could watch Edward Scissorhands. We could watch The Nightmare Before Christmas. We could watch Donnie Darko. We could watch- Those are our three choices. The Joker movie. Four choices. (laughs) What? Uh, That is Henry's turn. Okay. Um, So I'm stuck in in this ice. Uh, You are stuck in this ice until the um, lair action. So you can make an attack with disadvantage. I am going to- Swap places with Shank. Oh shit! <laughs> okay, uh, yeah, I'll allow that. So you you see Shank is sneaking up behind him. Yeah, I got this one, Hank. Uh, suddenly is just like three feet deep in snow. Ah, what the mm, fuck? What the fuck? Thanks for the alley, buddy. You know what? This really feeds the <laughs> Shank is the real cursed one theory. <laughs> yeah, suddenly my pity is shifting. Okay. Yeah, you know if we can cure Shank's curse, then maybe I'll be free too. <laughs> um, so I'll take both of my attacks. Great. That's a 22 and a 21. Uh, both hit. Great. Uh, yeah, so you um, swap spots with Shank. Shank gets stuck in the snow. You appear behind <laughs> him uh, sort of in the air uh, and swing twice with your claws on the way down. Okay. 27 damage. Jesus. Nice. Oh, you stabbed me in the back just as you figuratively stabbed me in the back when he tried to leave the temple, even though we were friends. We used to be Very nice, Wentz. I could see you uh, shouting that to like a really sick drum line. Like when the guitar drops out, that'd be kind of cool. Thank you. Um, And I'm also going to use my second wind. Uh, You take a moment. That is the lair action. For the lair action, you see um, Olwyn begins uh, spinning his his staff, his javelin, uh, and you see uh, a swirl of cold fog. Um, Everybody go ahead and give me a constitution saving throw. Okay. That will be a five for Fia. 22. That's a natural one for Zerk. Uh, Zerk takes the pose uh, that <laughs> Olwen saw in his snow globe. <laughs> Fia and Zerk, uh, you guys take seven. Henry, you just take half, you take three. Okay. Is the flaming sphere causing the fog to disperse? I will allow the sphere to uh, start to disperse the fog. So you see, while there is this like immediate whelm of uh, a whelm of cold energy, 
You see <laughs> Shank uh, begins freaking out. Oh, it's the whelm. It's the fucking whelm. It's coming back. Um, oh, come down, man. It's just not a scary word. You do see that the sphere of flame is able to help dissipate it. Um, oh, ruining the aesthetic. It's terrible. That's right. Uh, Fear the sphere. That is Olwyn's turn. You see Zerk has no cards, too. Olwyn is going to use a bonus action to phase step, uh, which is like a misty step away from the sphere, so he's not right next to it. Ah! Um, uh, So that's the game we're playing now. (laughs) He is going to go ahead and cast Cone of Cold. Oh, uh, holds his staff up. A cone of blue energy emerges. Okay. I'm going to say he's going to be able to get all of you guys. Everybody go ahead and give me a constitution saving throw. All righty. Okay. Ooh, okay. 21. 17? 17 is going to pass. Woo. Perfect. I also got a 17. Okay. Um. So you guys all only take 11 damage. Oh, boy. You guys see this um cone of cold energy. Um fills the tunnel um, once again, covering you guys in like frost and snow. That is Fia's turn. Okay, Fia is going to take her movement and then Misty step to get the rest of the way, pop out of nowhere. Okay. <laughs> Attack him. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Okay, that freaked all of us. I just yeah. quit, baby! Oh, God. Yes. I did not see this happening. I don't remember you, it this way. I, I feel like you didn't prep as much as you're saying you did. What did you how, talk? Uh, walk me through this. You pictured it a thousand different ways, all of which were going well for you. <laughs> they were all the same. Wait, I have a question. Don't you understand? We had it right the first time. How many times did it end with us applauding your wonderful lyrics? Every single time. Okay, that explains a lot. What happened was I said some really cool stuff, and then everyone, everyone all at once cheered. <laughs> And then you all stayed frozen, <laughs> cheering. I guess I'm really proud of just how confident you are in yourself. Uh, yes, I'm su- supremely confident. <laughs> 37 damage. Oh my <laughs> God. Good God. You guys see, yeah, Owen is just having this whiny conversation with Zerk back and forth. And then you see Fia just appears behind him, flaming green blade, just like almost beheads him. <laughs> <laughs> Because I do 4d6, because it's 2d6 for my sword. If you double yeah. it, that's 4d6, 1d8, so that becomes 2d8. So I rolled 2 2d8s. I got an 8 on each, 4 d extremely good. And then I add my plus 4. So I, this is all yep. above the board, right? <laughs> it's, it's all above the board. Um, he is going to go ahead and use his frigid rebuke. I re- rebuke you frigidly. <laughs> uh, go ahead and make a con saving throw. <laughs> 15. Uh, 15 is going to fail. You know what? You're right. I was a very bad girl. I deserve a little rebuke. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's a very little rebuke, though. I mean, her thing was way more impressive. Wow. 14 damage. <laughs> it's just a little rebuke on the wrist. Uh, that is Zerk's turn. Uh, I turn to Spridal and say, this guy should not be a role model. Let's just clear that thought from our heads, okay? His melodies are better than his lyrics for sure. <laughs> we'll find you a better wince. Stumped did the heavy lifting. How dare you? Um, and I think Zerk is going to uh, run into range uh, and pull out his flintlock and say, Sorry, Olwen, but I'm more of a Callista guy. Uh, and I'm going to cast Firebolt. Uh, sweets. That is a natural 20. 
We all done crit on Olwen. Yeah. I don't know. Everything bad always happens to me. Okay. See, when you say stuff like that, it's really unsympathetic. You just don't do that kind of talk around here anymore, okay? Yeah, for real. No one's one's life is worse than me. (laughs) Look at Shank. No, 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 mine's even worse. I live in the temple by myself. No one wants to hang out ever. Everyone used to hang out, now nobody hangs out. There's so many other fairies here. What about Callista? Callista hates me. Oh, oh so come aren't on. Aren't you just like a, aren't you just like, well, Callista seems like she's got her own sort of unsavory aspect. Callista also hates you. Callista wants to hurt you. I'm on your side. Not Don't you really. guys understand? I'm on your side. She was talking shit about you guys. <laughs> What'd she say? She was saying, about me she was saying, oh, these little... These little humanoids coming through, the one with the <laughs> books, uh, but you can't even read those books very fast. I feel oh, like he's making wow. this up, Fia. Fia, I don't think <laughs> that, she necessarily okay. said that. Fia starts Hold walking on. towards the door. I need to go read some books in front of a fucking fairy, bitch. <laughs> Hold me back, miss. Hold me back. You see an octopus flapping in the ice. Boopad, I'm sorry. I wanted to include you, but you just don't move fast enough as an octopus. <laughs> yes, no, miss. This isn't great. You see, he's just slip sliding around on the ground. Ah. Damn, Shank, why can't you ever be an octopus? <laughs> You left me in the goddamn snow. <laughs> That's uh, 22 points of fire damage. Good God. Um, uh, and then I'm going to, as a bonus action, pedally move the sphere closer to Olwyn. <laughs> oh, stop. We can play this game all day. You know I'm going to dodge this silly fireball over and over and over stop again. Stop dodging it. You look better in this lighting. <laughs> no, I don't. I look better in the moonlight. Uh. That is back up to Henry. Okay, um, so Shank is immune to all conditions. So does that mean he's not stuck in the snow? Uh, the snow is gone. The snow has melted away. Oh, okay, great. Um, so then Shank is going to move uh, his 30 feet away from me down the cave. Okay. Um, and great. the attacks are going to originate from Shank's position, not mine. Great. Uh, Shank, I'm not the guy that put you in the snow. It Technically, it started with, with Olwyn. I blame everybody. Okay, well, take it out on him first. <laughs> All right. Uh, that is a 21 and a 14 to hit. Uh, 14 misses, t- uh, 21 hits. Okay. I was just about to say you guys don't miss, but sometimes you do. <laughs> uh, that is a, that's 10 damage. Oh. Um, I'm going to unleash incarnation uh, and have Shank attack all on his own. Okay. That is a two. There we go. Uh, Shank, as a shadow, somehow slips on the ice. <laughs> ah! You're supposed to be immune. My fucking tailbone. <laughs> Slipped on the shadow of the ice. It's slippery. It's magical ice. <laughs> no one, no shadow is immune to my slipperiness. Maybe you can hang out with Maria. They seem cool. <laughs> Little mollusks? Why? Careful. Do not insult the mollusks. I think I might I am have... a, a future knight of Moria, so you might want to tread lightly on this oh, thin Moria, ice. Moria, Moria. Oh, gross little mollusks. Who cares? Yes, uh, you, you say see... that until you see me wearing a dress of... <laughs> Just a, finish the just a dress. What? What? <laughs> just just see you wearing a dress. A dress of muscles clipped of, to my skin. So not <laughs> I clipped to your skin. <laughs> clipped to your skin. Yeah. Yes, they are all all clinging to, to me. To be fair, that would freak literally all of us out. Agreed. Yeah. I would leave. I would run. You might think she'd be wearing a dress made of pearls. No, no, oh. not that. <laughs> 
fuck your mollusks. <gasps> oh, he, he makes. Oh my god. Uh, he makes I spit on my an sword. Ice sculpture <laughs> of a clam and then shatters it uh, as a lair action. Everyone run! Icicles at you He's guys. He's cursed. He's fucking cursed. He's done. Uh, makes an attack against each one of you guys. Uh, first one against Zerk misses. Second one against Fia is an 18 to hit. Yeah, shield. Shield hey. uh, blocks it. Can I say that? Can we say that um, out of nowhere, <laughs> a clamshell comes up? <laughs> yeah, yeah. no, you've, you're a giant fucking hermit crab, yeah. I'll hail the future knight of Moria. Um, <laughs> one goes against Hank. Uh, that's 17 to hit. That hits. Can I Ooh. chrono shift that hit? Uh, you sure shift can. Hit. Okay, I'm going to chrono shift that hit. Oh, I love level. the trill of that R. Fia, Fia looks at what has happened, and she remembers a different future. How about that, Owen? Who would think about the future when there's so many great memories in the past? You, I came in here and you're talking about remembering the future, and now I try to play your game and you act like it's so weird. <laughs> it's, it's just weird. <laughs> uh, 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 Reroll the attack. Uh, sorry, it still hits. That's a okay. 19 to hit on that one. Time devil. <laughs> if I lost you because I've pledged myself to Moria. <laughs> uh, fi- 15 damage, Henry. <laughs> All right. Thea, don't doubt the clam. I'm down. <laughs> um, you guys see Hen- Henry falls, and Henry, mm. you're going Uh-oh. to be doing, uh, mechanically, you're going to be doing death saves, but you guys see Henry begins to freeze. He's not, like, struggling to breathe or anything. You see he has, like, frozen in place, and you see ice is beginning to take over his body. That is Olwen's turn. Oh, no. Olwen is going to go ahead and cast Ice Storm. Well, that doesn't sound so bad. Thea <laughs> and Zerk, go ahead and give me dexterity saving throws. Uh, Henry, you are automatically going to fail this. Oh. Again, um, Ooh, he's okay. trying to take your death saves away, but not because of their death saves. They're like to freeze frozen you. for life uh, saves. 18 for Thea. <laughs> Almost bad. You might think that this storm of hail that I am uh, bringing down on your unconscious friend is hurting him, but really all I'm doing is trying to preserve him. It, it hurts. You want to preserve him while his nuts out? <laughs> that was not my choice. Yeah, I'm I'm so sorry, but I, I since Henry is I'm, out right now, I'll say he's out in like a really unflattering position. <laughs> it just it's too cruel. I will get just him like, skinny least, jeans. Yeah. That's like picking my nose with one of my claws. <laughs> yeah. It's just like I don't think you want to remember him like this. And I will. Uh, yeah, Zerk is watching Henry reach down his ass to scratch himself uh, and get and rolls a six. Okay. Just, just move my arm, please. <laughs> Fia, you take ten damage. Zerk, you take twenty. Oh no, that is exactly how much HP I had left. Yikes! Oh, I am at one hit point. You're oh. at one hit point. <gasps> one hit point. Good. Oh, no. I had eleven hit points, and you said ten. Oh, I no. can't believe we're getting waxed by wins. You know, he does look. Very, very hurt. Oh, dear. Uh, bad news, though, gang. Um, but uh, luckily, Fia is next in the order. <laughs> oh, <Okay>. boy. <laughs> I will take uh, it. Henry lost one death save. Um, you see, as he's pelted uh, w- with these balls of hail, um, begins to freeze more. You see Zerk begins to freeze mm. as he goes unconscious and begins en- entering like a frozen stasis. Um, and then Spritle it is-, is still around, though, right? Uh, Spritle is still around, yeah. Mm. Okay, 
Um, I will have Bukvar continue to move five feet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying my best, miss. It's very slippery. It's very far. It kind of just seems like it's not going to happen. Just flops around. <laughs> um, and then I will attack him with my sword. Green okay. flame blade. 16 plus 7 is a 23. Hits. Um, I hit him for, hold on, 11 damage. Okay. Uh, on death's door. Ooh. Fuck, he's on death's door. Let's just stay here forever. Thea slows down time to realize this position she is in. I will try to hit him one more time with my war priest. Okay. Hell yeah. Don't play his game. I will use a chronal shift because that did not hit. (gasps) Oh, boy. Does it 20 hit? 20 does hit. (laughs) (sighs) 13 damage. Fia? Yes! Finish him. Oh, my heart is racing! Holy (laughs) shit. Oh, that was tight. Okay, I would like to gut him with my flaming sword and then take my flaming sword over to unthaw my friends joylessly. (laughs) See, um, as you pull out your green flame blade, uh, you slash him once, you get him down to death's door. He goes, Fia, no, it doesn't have to be like this. I say, I know you are just an illusion. I know you do not, you're not actually here. This is a manifestation of you. It's true. Perhaps we will meet again. I will not hold this against you because you did save Batilda. If you don't hold it against me. I could never let a little bit of heart stabbing come between friends. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> the fire is like leaking you and you are pretty charred now. So I need to use this to unthaw my friends. Bye bye. Uh, so you stab into... Um, into Owen, um, you see as it pierces his chest, you feel a heat wave in the tunnel. You see the ice around you begins to melt. Owen himself is surrounded by hovering condensation as his frosty aura melts away. You see his icy form turns to water as he splashes into the river and disperses. Um, Quickly, all the snow and ice melts around you and the current of the river picks up again. Um, Because he was not trying to kill you guys, um, once like the curse breaks that he was trying to like freeze you guys with, Henry and Zerk, you guys pop up to one HP. Um, so you guys come to, um, and you see uh, Fia like in the air has just I'm... finished stabbing this dude. <laughs> he turns to water. You guys all fall into the cold water, and the water begins picking up again, um, going down this tunnel. Oh, oh cold, Whoa. cold. Watch the realm. <laughs> I'll say you guys are able to, uh, Fia, you're able to get to Batilda and secure her. Batilda, grab onto me. Oh, a little fang, it's cold in here. Let's all let's all <laughs> group up, form a raft, form a raft. Here, warm yourself on your sword. This is your sword. Let me give this back to you. I'm sorry uh, that I had to borrow it. Uh, no, you'll do more good with it than I will. Bookvar, where's my tea? Why are you ice skating? <laughs> <laughs> now I'm swimming, miss. Where did you get eight little roller skates? <laughs> roller skates? Why roller skates? Not ice, ice skates, skates, I meant to say. Well, that was what, where I went wrong. I was wearing roller skates. <laughs> That's why you only move that five is- feet. That's why I only moved five feet. Uh, So you guys are able to um, grab Matilda, and you guys start 
reaching the end of the tunnel, you guys begin to feel uh. the open air. Um, and out in front of you, all you see is clouds from uh -oh. this massive height. Um, it looks as if you're a you're about to go over the edge of a massive waterfall. Henry, steer us! Henry, how do we steer? How do we okay, steer? You know, maybe we do find the side. Let's try to find the sides. <laughs> Are you sure? Moria, Moria, yeah. please shuttle us safely with your clams. Moria, give us your krill. Uh, as you shout for Moria, uh, you guys suddenly <laughs> see a few ropes lowered down from above the tunnel. Moria um, is kind. Everybody give me athletics checks to try to grab them. Oh, boy. I am out of chronal shifts now, my friends. Hey, that's bad. Oh, dear. Zerk failed rope class. Kay. 13 for Fia. Okay. I rolled a 25. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, do I do it good enough to, that I can kick my foot out to Zerk? Ooh. You know what? Um, uh, breaking a 20... I will say that you'll allow Zerk to do another athletics check. Thank you. Zerk is prone in the water like a log. <laughs> yes, Zerk is just Zerk doesn't know how to right. swim really. He's not a great swimmer. <laughs> yeah. The key is to find the top. Yeah. The top of the water is uh, where you want to be. My mom said that if you're on the water, then there's no escape. There's no escape from the villagers if you're in the water. Sir, Don't worry to swim. Sir, let go of the vials. You have too many bags. You have too many bags, sir. Um, I rolled one higher. That is a seven that time. Okay. Jesus. Fia, you're able to grab onto the rope. Henry, you're able to grab onto the rope. Um, you swing your foot forward, and um, Zerk, uh, you are not able to grab it. Um, you guys see Zerk is going over the edge of the river here. How far away is he? We'll say he's like five feet away. Like he just okay. missed your foot. I'm gonna I'm gonna summon Shank and put him in the water uh, with Zerk. Okay. Ah! What the fuck? <laughs> and then I I, sh I should be able to swap places with him just for a second to try to grab on the rope. Oh. Ooh. So you're going to summon Shank and use him almost like an extender, like he can grab onto your foot and grab onto Zerk. Yeah. Okay, I will I will let you make an athletics check now to try to grab onto Zerk. Shank, I owe you one, buddy. That is a dirty, <laughs> dirty 20. Oh, uh, that yucky, yucky. That does it. You see, um, uh, Shank appears. Is able to grab onto Zerk. <laughs> I put my I put my body directly over Shank's face. <laughs> I can't see. I can't. Yeah. Help! Help! This is... It's it's another Bjorn situation. Yeah. Good God. Mm, Shank, your story is so tragic. <laughs> um, you guys see, um, there is one empty rope next to you guys that just gets pulled up. Um, you feel uh somebody pulling up the rope with um. Henry and Zerk on it, and you feel one, uh, somebody pulling up the rope with Fia on it, and you guys get to the cliff overhanging this tunnel here, um, and you see that Luskrar and his crew are the ones pulling you guys up, and you see Luskrar, um, just both feet planted in, like, a fucking wide stance, and just <laughs> just refusing anyone else's oh. help, just pulling up Zerk and Henry on the rope. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Wow. <laughs> Macho man Randy said. <laughs> yeah. I give him a kiss on the cheek. <laughs> thank, thank you. Um, thank you. So you guys are pulled. You're on the side of a massive cliff. Um, it goes a bit higher. You can tell that that's where the rest of the temple is built into the mountain. But there's not much else higher than you guys. You guys are high, high in the sky on top of this tunnel. And you see Luskar goes, we stuck around because... I was truly curious if Matilda could possibly be saved. I didn't think it was possible, but you've done it. Matilda is the strongest witch in all the land. Right? Show them, Batilde. That's right. 
Um. I give her the sword. <laughs> <laughs> do a quick show like you used uh, to do for me. Fia, it's she's very. Weak. Uh, <laughs> you see, she. Batilda, uh, sh- Batilda can do anything. <laughs> right. I sit down, cross-legged. <laughs> <laughs> you see, she um just immediately collapses with the weight of the sword. Uh, there's just a loud clang as it hits the rocks. She begins unceremoniously sliding down the side of the mountain. Ma'am, I'm gonna need you to step away from my patient. Shh, everyone, it's all part of the show. Henry, Henry does a little golf clap. It's building is, the tension. You she's, think she's, she's going sliding. to fall. Really, and just really she, fast. It's very interesting. It's almost. It's gonna be a free fall soon. Should I, we? <laughs> should we grab her? Because she, please. It just seems like a lot of work to save her, and then for this to be her end, uh, it doesn't feel just. It's an interesting. It's an interesting show. Uh, uh, what a twist! She just seems like if if it were part of the show that she would get up at some point. You see, just she just continues to slide down the mountain. Maybe it's an intermission. This is a Willy Wonka thing. Smack. I know. Any second. Any second. You see, um, Luskar goes over, um, grabs her, and um, um, picks her up, kind of hoists her up, um, and he goes. We have an outpost close by. We can get her to a bed. Yes, yes, we need a bed immediately. So if you have an outpost, we would love to go there. Yes. Hey, everybody. It's Emily here to talk to you about Mint Mobile. It's spring cleaning. We're getting rid of the things that don't serve us anymore. And you know what? It doesn't serve anyone. Expensive phone bills. If you'd like to declutter your finances, it's time to switch to Mint Mobile and get unlimited talk text and data for $15 a month. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. You can use your own phone and bring your phone number along with all your existing contacts. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash pawpaw. That's mintmobile.com slash pawpaw. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash P-A-W-P-A-W. $45 upfront payment minimum required, equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speeds slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Goodbye, sweeties. Hey there, Nadpoles. This episode is brought to you by Aura Frames. Are you looking for the perfect gift to celebrate the moms in your life? Well, look no further. Aura Frames are the beautiful Wi-Fi connected digital picture frames that allow you to share and display unlimited photos. It's super easy to upload and share photos via the Aura app. And if you're giving an Aura as a gift, you can even personalize the frame with preloaded photos and memories. My mom, my mother-in-law, and my grandmother-in-law all have auras from me and they love them. So from grandmothers to new mothers, aunts, and even the friends in your life, every mom loves an aura frame named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter and selected as one of Oprah's favorite things. Trademark, brother. Aura frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. They're easy to set up, they are the perfect gift, and they've got unlimited storage, unlimited photos and videos. You can invite as many people as you want to a frame. There are absolutely no hidden fees or subscriptions. How beautiful is that? And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That is Aura, A-U-R-A, frames.com. Use the code PAWPAW at checkout to save terms and conditions apply. Thank you, everybody. 
you see that um, the other deep folk um, begin setting up like um, climbing equipment and ropes um, to begin climbing down the mountain. Um, I won't make you guys do athletics checks. Um, oh, thank you. That's good because we all have <laughs> one hit point right now. Yeah, don't get hit by like a pebble or anything. Okay? If we all fail, we just dun dun dun. Yeah. Out, out, out. Xerxes of Vulture's eyes staring at him through the night. <laughs> ah, ah, no! Whoa, you just attract these things. There's so many swirling overhead. Uh, Leskar and his crew are really buttoned up. They're all about mountain safety. Oh, cool. Belay. Belay mm. on. <laughs> on belay. Wow. <laughs> Repelling. You guys, uh, I'll go down the mountain. Uh, you see, you are at a lake at the base of this massive waterfall. You see, Luskrar leads you to a pathway behind the waterfall. Um, you guys hear the thunderous sounds um, of the water crashing. You see, mist fills the air. Um, and you see, Luskrar approaches a fissure in the rock face and he speaks to it and he goes blood from stone glory to Zelbaldar fucking awesome you see the fissure shakes um, and cracks open Luskar let me know if we all need to speak that um, if you need anyone else to yell you it. see it begins to close what I've never seen <laughs> blood, this blood, blood, from blood, from, blood from stone blood from stone <laughs> glory to Zelbaldar bloody like rock the world won't accept blood. you <laughs> It keeps Stone. closing. Stony blood. Blood from stone. stone. Fucking... Glory to Zelbaldar. <laughs> uh, you see uh, the fissure shakes and cracks open, um, revealing a secret door. Luskar leads you guys uh, through a dark tunnel that quickly widens out to an underground town. Ooh. You guys see um, the stone beneath your feet goes from being, you know, the dirt and the rock of the mountain to looking cut and designed kind of like cobblestone. Mm. You see um, in this wide, wide cavern, um, you see lights and fires in different stone houses around the perimeter of the town. Uh, and straight ahead of you, you see the town square. You see dozens of deep folk out and about. The centerpiece is a fountain with a bronze hue. You see an autumn fairy with a stern look in a cloak of leaves. Uh, there are different shops and taverns and inns. Uh, you see hunters on their way out of the mountain. You see miners going deeper in. You see cooks cooking giant cuts of like Yeti meat on a spit. Oh, uh, nice. You see there are people mm. out here drinking. It's kind of a mix of work and play. You guys do see sprites in here too. Um, mm. You see sprites and sprite lamps around town um, lighting the way with a warm glow. Um, and that's a, a little bit strange just because you didn't really see sprites in the mountains. So it does seem like um, these these are like kind of an inherently magical people that um, mm. like the sprites and the sprites like them. Luskar, how long have your people been here? We've been in this outpost for a few years. There are over a dozen of these throughout the mountain. It serves our nomadic lifestyle while also giving us some permanence and some protection against horrors or other natural predators. Are there tunnels that connect to within the mountain? There so are, that you never see the light of day? There are tunnels within the mountain. We don't have to see the light of day, but some of us travel outside to hunt yetis and whatnot. Oh, very interesting. And pneumatic tubes for, for mail and sewage and whatnot? We don't really do uh, tubes. Hopefully as... different different tubes for each one. I too would like to know about the postal system. We, we just have like magic and stuff, I guess. Okay, Zerk writes down magic. <laughs> That's usually the answer. I don't know why I asked. Interesting. Can I send a postcard 
right now I'd like to see it in action. <laughs> oh, I also wanted to send a postcard. <laughs> uh, very well, we can b- pick some up at the gift store later. <laughs> okay, and I actually have to, I have to use the bathroom, so if ah. I could see the magic toilet, that would be great. <laughs> right. a, hidden, a hidden town with a gift store for tourists. Wow. Okay. Mm. Stationary supplies. That's, well, you know, people from other outposts come here and they want to get... Uh, the postcard from Zell Boldar Seven to show that they've. You've, it's kind of a thing to try to collect, to collect. You know, all all twenty three. Right, life is heaven oh. in Zell Boldar Seven. You have just placed a challenge on my plate, and I will <laughs> eat it up hungrily. All twenty three, you said. Twenty three. Okay. All right. We the, have work. The outposts are. Um, Named in dedication to, uh, we once had a great underground city called Zelboldar that spanned the length of these great mountains, but um, it was destroyed many years ago by a great earthquake. Oh, sorry to hear that. Yes, the fairy Sienna warned us of its impending destruction, but we did not listen at the time. But we always heed her wisdom now. Would you say oh. all the fairies' wisdom should be heeded, or no, are some no, of them no. wrong sometimes? Absolutely, okay. some of no, them will try. Not to all f- of them. We'll try to absolutely fuck you. Yes. Happy okay. To hear this. You see, um, Batilda begins coughing. <laughs> oh my God! Yeah. Oh, oh, we gotta go. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. You just have let's, been so peaceful. Let's okay. get her. Let's get her to a bed. It's just yeah. We'll talk postcards yeah, later. We were all also about to die, so it's nice to have a moment to breathe. Let's go. You see, um. Uh, he nods to um, a tavern nearby. Um, you see a swinging um, wooden sign uh, that reads the Earth and Ale Tavern. And he goes, my mother owns that place. Uh, she will give us a bet. Nice. Connected. So you guys um, go to the Earth and Ale Inn. Um, and you guys see a lively tavern um, with warm lights and lanterns. Um, you oh. see outside a swinging wooden sign reads Earth and Ale. Um, you enter and instantly hear the sounds of intense drumming. You see there's a shirtless uh, deep folk playing this elaborate set of drums with two big batons. It sounds like halfway between like war drums and then also like double bass pedal uh, metal. Awesome. <laughs> Just like super, super <laughs> intricate. The dude's like sweaty as hell. Um, Do I take damage from this? <laughs> but yeah, you guys die. You guys Inspiration. Are dead. Um, yeah, it's definitely one of those things where it's just like super, super loud and everybody is like screaming to each other to talk in here, but it seems like that's just the volume that this place gets to. You guys see there are people here at tables drinking um, and having lively chats and you see um, behind the bar uh, there is a woman that looks a lot like uh, Luskrar, um, but older like him. She has like white hair, but with more like wrinkles around her cheeks and um, eyes. You see she has the same like septum piercing, um, but her tusks are um, pointed downward. Is, that, is anyone drinking a tall, dark stout? Oh, And are yeah. there any ashtrays for a good celebratory cigar? Oh, <laughs> You have not God. had a cigar in forever. No, you... I've been waiting. We've been very busy. I needed something to celebrate. I want to smell the sweet stink of a cigar, little fang. I looked at, I looked at Dr. Zerk. Um, like I look at Batilda, and I look to Dr. Zerk, and I say, is it okay if I smoke around her? In I your think she's probably medical opinion. Um, I mean, medically speaking, no. But it seems like she's pretty used to it, and honestly, yeah, it might help I, lead her back to life. Cigars in my mouth already half halfway <laughs> ashen. 
<laughs> Luskar, I'm noticing a lot of the children are smoking and drinking. Is that okay? <laughs> yeah. Yes, uh, we aged a little slower. Those children are 50 years old. <laughs> I understand. <laughs> I tip my hat at them. <laughs> you, see, you see a couple of kids smoking cigars. Hey, you got a fucking problem, buddy? You're wearing a diaper. <laughs> Cheers, little guy. Or big guy. Old guy. What did you, what the fuck did you no, say? Forgive my friend. Yes, Shank, what'd you say to that kid? This gang of young youngsters um surrounds you. Hey, hope you don't hit your head on any fucking uh low beams, tall guy. I didn't it my shadow. It was my shadow. This guy said what's the, this. What's this the weather like? Something. What's the weather like up there? Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. I call you a tall glass of water, but you don't look healthy. Maybe a tall glass of cola. Huh? Okay. Huh? <laughs> All right. Hardy har har. All right. Very funny. It's because you're bubbly. They sense your bubbly personality. Henry, you're shaking. Why is your fist shaking? <laughs> no, I can't have a sense of humor about this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Get the fuck out of here, kids. He's uh, Luskar yells at him. Yeah, scram. Just wait until you ain't around Luskar. We'll see what happens to you then. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. You come find me. All you come right. find me around the Yeti around the Yeti meat stand, yeah, all right? Yeah, I'll come find you. You little if punk. I, if I need anybody to uh, reach anything <laughs> on a super high shelf. I'm the shortest one of the <laughs> Actually, three of us. Actually, you should probably come to me. I am the tallest and I've got long <laughs> limbs. They start kind of laughing amongst each other and they go, Heh, I saw you had to uh, duck to get in the doorway there, long limbs. Uh, talk to you, Fia. What? Yeah. Well, maybe yeah. I was bowing out of respect. You could show some respect yourself, huh? Yeah, not I, worth it, I Fia. flash my tusks. <laughs> I yeah, do like Batilda. a little thaumaturgy to make them sparkle. You're uh, dropping Batilda. Go ahead and give me an intimidation check, Fia. Oh, can I help with the intimidation? by just? Yeah. Gra- I'll grab Fia's arm and act like uh, she's done You're this too many back. times. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Not again. We've been kicked okay. out of too many towns. We've helped. I rolled an eight and a seven. So eight minus one is seven. <laughs> uh, you see this kid uh, flashes his very large tusks um, and then takes oh, a sip. Oh, shit. They're very tall. Of a, of a thick beer. I've been out tusked. <laughs> you see Luskar walks up, to, uh, talks to his mother for a second. Um, you see he uh, grabs a key from her. Um, and kind of motions for you guys to follow him upstairs. Um, you guys go upstairs. You see there are a few rooms on both sides of the hall. Uh, Luskar uses a key on one of them and opens it, and you find a simple room. Um, you see a gray stone floor with a white fur rug. You see a small fireplace, a large bed with animal fur blankets. You see some furniture. You see a small chest to like lock your items away and a window that overlooks the town. And Fia, you're able to set Batilda down here. Um, and you see Luskar goes, Is there anything else you'll need? I can have them send up some food and ale for you if you'd rather take your dinner here with her. Or I, I will have to. I will stay with Batilda, but you can both go do whatever you need. No, I need to be here to monitor her vitals. I want to make sure that she's recovering at pace. I will take a, a tall, dark ale, though, as I said before, and one for Batilda as well. Yeah, make that three. I'm not going anywhere. Luskar gives you guys a little nod and leaves. Um, You guys see a few minutes later, a servant brings up uh, trays of food and ale. There are these like 
uh, cave delicacies. Uh, they actually look quite good, kind of big shelled creatures with lots mm. of meat inside. Kind of looks like lobster. They are almost. I fear they are almost turn like cave mollusks. <laughs> I will subsist on enthusiasm for a moment. You I, I must ask, do you have anything with an internal vertebrate system? Uh, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about, man. <laughs> Most people hey, don't. Okay. Farewell. Uh, you see, uh, he leaves. Um, you see, um, Batilda is lying in this bed, stirring a little fitful. Um, you see. Bookvar is attempting to make tea as an octopus. Oh. Uh, you see, he like oh. rolls over to this little fireplace. Okay, Bookvar, maybe yeah. it's time we put on our favorite outfit again. And I more. do find familiar to turn him into a book again. Uh, he turns back into a book. This will be much easier, miss. You see, he starts flapping <laughs> while holding a teapot and starts trying to light Hot a water fire. going everywhere. Watch out, everyone. Interesting. It's very hot. The octopus should have been better suited for this. Yeah, you could have steeped eight cups. The suctions, though, are unpredictable. Oh, that's um, a good point. I think as I see Batilda is fitful, I take, a, um, I take out my hand and I put it over a drink that has been brought in and I mm. cast ceremony holy water. I want to put some trickster mischief into this to try to nurse her a bit mm. and uh, give it to her because I just you know to ha- I have so little to help this is what I have to help you know we can also put some cave bug meat in there if you want it's very nourishing Henry's just sucking the claw <laughs> <laughs> yeah after saying he wouldn't eat it just instantly gives it Henry I am hungry I angle the cup away from Mr. Henry more claw for me you uh, do this little ceremony on this ale um, you uh, feed it to Batilda uh, you see she starts to yes, come yes maybe with a little spoon like medicine <laughs> you Aww. feed ale to Batilda with a spoon um, you see she um, she drinks it happily uh, you see she um, kind of opens her eyes slowly and she goes mm, ale and cigars feels like home doesn't it little fang well I have to bring you back somehow Batilda are you well enough to speak first off I have your blade. And I give her the crescent blade. It got into the wrong hands, but I I took it back and now it is yours again. Uh, you see, um, y- you've kind of just like laid it on her bed. She's not really like moving around a lot. She just kind of like nods and she goes, well, it looks like it found its way into some good hands. Yes, but you know, there are better hands that are looking pretty healthy right now. <laughs> You see, see, she goes, you are too kind to my extremely unhealthy hands. I jam three IVs into her hands. (laughs) Ow! You can do that more gently, certainly. Um, I'm working on it. I believe we are in need of introduction. I am Batilda the Blade, Guardian of the Grove and Witch of the Woods. Little Fang, who are your companions? I am so sorry. I oh, did yes. not introduce. I'm so sorry, uh, Batilda. <laughs> this is Mr. Henry. He is my swim instructor. That's right. <laughs> Third mate of the SS Scampi as well. At your service. Yes, and he is a great sailor, and he is cursed. But with a shadow is who is more cursed than he yeah that's right Ah, i can't i can't there's no me in my bug there's no me 
I ate that one. I didn't think you wanted any. <laughs> uh, and his name is Shank. And then this is Dr. Zerk. And he is a great worker of health and medicine. And he carries with him a little creature named Spritle. Yes. Uh, it's very nice to meet you. I've heard so much about you. Uh, Kinley and, and Via have told us so much about you and your order. And we're just really glad that we can help. Yes, perhaps it would feel good to know that little introduction is necessary from you because I I have done this already in your name. We've heard amazing things. Yeah. You got a really cool train car, by the way. Thank you. You've been oh, awesome train I hope car. it is okay. Uh, in the past eight years, I have had several guests, including the delivery of a wolf pup. Uh, <laughs> Werewolf, of course. <laughs> we saw the stain. <laughs> oh, Rand- Randy finally settled down, did he? Yes. <laughs> That's wonderful. Yes, I would hope, Little Fang, that you would have guests over eight years. Eight years I was locked away. Is that right? And Yes, and I also want to say I, I am sorry that I didn't come look for you. It it just, I did not know if you even wanted to be found. It, it felt lucky that you even chose me at first, so I didn't want to, to push it or anything. If I had known you were in trouble, I would have gathered whatever girl courage I could to come find you. Uh, you see, uh, she holds her hand up. Um, she goes, Little Fang, we're together now. You saved me. That's what's important. Now, you say you've spoken to Kenley. It seems, it seems like you've put together a lot of the dots on your own. You've learned more about yes. the order than I ever taught you. I did plan on teaching you about it someday, but you were just a young girl when I left. I take out um, the book, the Guardians of the Grove book. Mm. We have had this in our employ. Well, uh, it has been eight years. Uh, You might know more than me about some things. Why don't you tell me and fill me in? We know that someone, uh, the prophet Cain, I think he is called, or maybe you just knew him as Cain. We know that he betrayed you. Alwyn showed us a sort of um, Blu-ray, uh, because it was blue, blue rays. <laughs> right, yes, of course. Blue us. magic rays. <laughs> blue, blue rays, yes. Sort of something, mm-hmm. project something. Crystal yes. clear image. So you guys um, generally fill her in on your adventure so far, unless there's anything you guys want to hide or anything. Is there anything you guys want to hide from her, or do you just kind of tell I hide her? nothing. You hide nothing. <laughs> we, are, we are open book vars. I think, yeah, I, I think words are spilling out of my mouth, and I cannot gather them back in because I am just excited to speak to Batil. You see, hearing back your guys' story and your adventures so far, the two things that kind of shock her the most are that... Cain has come back uh, is is something that she did not know. And then she's also surprised but heartened to know that you guys know about um, Arena and Serenesis um, mm. because uh, this was her job and she's been out for eight years. Yeah. So she might have thought right. that she uh, had been taken in that time. So she's relieved. Well, now that we've found you, uh, we do have a few questions for you as well, if, if that's all right. Of course. Um, one of the reasons that we were tasked with finding you is because you're the only person that knows potentially the location of Serenesis. Do you have any leads for us? That was actually why we called the meeting in the first place, the one you saw on Blu-ray. Mm. Mm. Until recently, or until 
eight years ago, most of the other Blades did not know about Serenesis and her multiple reincarnations. To protect her secrecy and keep her safe, there was always only one Blade and one Smith who knew about it, and that was me and my mentor, the vampire Lord Braden Kenley. Great guy. Great guy. However, Serenesis points to Fia. Fia, you would know her as Irina. Irina. Had just recently gone on the run again after escaping another attempt on her life. And this time, I was having trouble tracking her down. Kenley and I called a meeting of the rest of the Blades to present our predicament, perhaps not necessarily planning on giving all of the details to protect Serenesis' identity, but just enough to stress the importance that we we find this girl before the Reaper folk do. But as we were telling everyone, our ally, Kane, revealed that he knew all about Serenesis. He revealed to the rest of the Blades our secret. He even knew things that I didn't know. That apparently the Reaper was aware of Serenesis and had locked the gates of Reverie until she was hunted down. So effectively, no soul could ascend to heaven. Most of the Blades felt betrayed by us, but Cain took it a step further. He said he'd learned everything from a prophet of the Reaper, a sorceress named Moxora. This Moxora. Moxora suddenly appeared at the meeting and offered us a deal. Join the Reaper's cause, hunt Serenesis, and we'd be on a clean slate with the Reaper. No more being locked out of heaven. Now, the Blades were plenty mad at me and Kenley for withholding information, but joining the Reaper wasn't an option. We refused. Moxora said that we would change our minds eventually, maybe even when we met the Reaper in death. Then she summoned some constructs, and with the help of Cain, managed to cut down most of my friends right in front of me. I'm heartened to hear that Lord Kenley was able to survive. Anyway, Cain and I ended up having a knockdown dragout fight through throughout the temple. He disarmed me, and I lost my sword, but I managed to get him with a dagger in the eye. Olwyn found me bleeding out near the secret door at the bottom of the temple, and that's the last thing I remember. I'm so upset that that fight wasn't captured on Blu-ray. I bet it would have been yes. a really cool single-shot tracking thing that would have really been sick. Yes. I would have ate that up. It's such an Olwyn move to not show the ending, to just have some kind of artsy thing where it's just kind of left up to interpretation. Yeah. Right, where you have, to, you have to assume for yourself, but right. some people don't have imagination, you know? Where was Maxora from? What do you know about this Maxora? It would seem as if she was the corrupting factor in the Guardian's betrayal. You see, she shrugs, um, and she goes, If I had information about her, I would have been more prepared for the, the, the Blu-ray meeting, as it were. <laughs> what do you think we do? Do we, do we go, do we search for Arena, or do we go to the, the source of the problem and and try to find Moxora? Or do we kind of just be like, you know, this is as far as we go, the Blades got it from here, 
Hank goes back to uh, being a clerk. <laughs> I, th- I think I should search for Rina. I want to find her. I think Little Fang's got the right of it. Now, if Kenley thinks Arena and Serenesis is still alive, there is a chance she has come into her powers and may be able to help us as much as we can help her. Okay. So we need Arena. Uh, you see she nods and she goes, Arena was able to mask her identity in some way where even I was having trouble tracking her down. Now, currently I am still the best person to help track her down, even though I may not have a lot of leads at this point. Much like the way you feel an attachment to Bookvar, I have a similar magical connection to Arena being sworn to protect her. Hmm. But I will say this. Considering my fragile health and my age, I was considering retiring at some point. I believe at this point my knowledge is more helpful than any fighting I could do, although I am still quite capable. But I do think it's important to follow in Kenley's footsteps and do my best to prepare the next generation. Yes, of course. Fia, I would like to pass my blade on to you officially. And uh, she gestures to the rest of you guys, and she goes, and to welcome all of you into the Guardians. I can say that Fia is a great choice. <laughs> um, <laughs> yes, we will vouch for Fia. Raw, raw athletic uh, talent there is, it's unparalleled. It's not all about just being athletic. What about, <laughs> would the two of you not take the oath? Uh, yeah, hey, I'd take the oath. I'd, I'm just a... Full disclosure, I've been cursed by, <laughs> I believe, a mollusk uh, fairy. So Moria? I don't Moria know if you... cursed you? You know Moria? I, he, We're I, 100% certain it was Moria. Are you growing a shell or something? I, I inspect Shank <laughs> for <Yeah>. barnacles. <laughs> <laughs> I would say you are incredibly forthcoming. Uh, and so I do not think that there is emotional shell on you. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, often when a blade gets to retirement they can become a smith would the three of you accept me as your smith that i can do gladly batilda i would i would be your blade but i don't know if i should use your blade i think that you deserve to retire with your trusty sword at your hip would it not feel good to have it in it at your side at all times fear you are my blade. This is your blade. Uh, you see, uh, she picks it up and hands it to you. Would you accept me as your smith? Fia's eyes dart back and forth between <laughs> the sword and Batilda and reaches out so slowly and then grabs it really white knuckled. <laughs> I will. <laughs> Good. Then let's take the oath. Um, you see, she, um, in a pained groan, um, rips the blanket off of her. Um, and, like, gingerly, she still uh, pained, um, kind of, like, hops up and goes, huh. I think as I see wow. this, it doesn't even make me think that she's, like, out of sorts because I'm used to her just, like, grumbling and complaining and being, <laughs> like... <laughs> right. Ah. Um, Bookvar, where are we on that tea? I'm trying, miss. I'm getting used to being a book again. Uh, you see, he's fully on fire. 
<laughs> How? Why? I, I toss a mending over my shoulder. <laughs> uh, he's able to get it. Um, you see uh, she takes a cup of tea, grabs um, a piece of chalk from her pack um, and hands it to Fia and goes, Fia, be a deer and um, make a little a circle in the center of the room. I sprint around and circle it so many times. <laughs> it's perfect. Whoa, it's a blur. We are in the eye of the storm. Fia, this is a perfect circle. I measured it. It's The circumference is absolutely flawless. How did you do that? I have read geometry. <laughs> she uh, flicks her wrist. Um, and with a magical cantrip, lights a bunch of candles around the room. Um, you see uh, she uh, holds her hand out to Euphia and she goes, I know I just gave you the blade, but may I borrow it for a moment? It's yours, of course. Um, you see she takes the blade back and she goes, all right, now everyone take a knee in the circle. Gladly. I hey, take shank. two. Hey, that means you. <laughs> hey, I don't know if I'm taking the oath. He doesn't necessarily have to do it. <laughs> Bukvar, get in here. Can Bukvar be a blade? I ask too much. Forget it. Pretend I never asked. No, it, uh, yeah, Bukvar can sort of be a blade, sure. I'm coming. I'm just getting a little towel to put down under my knee, if that's okay. <laughs> you guys all take a knee in the circle. Um, she puts the blade on Fia's shoulder, kind of like she's knighting her and then um, moves it to each of you guys as she does a reading. You see she pulls out a little book from her pack um, and begins reading, and you guys feel like this is like a spell. This is like a ceremony. You see even, like, um, Spritel begins to, like, whip around it in the way that um, they would during, like, a a fairy promise. Um, Batilda speaks and goes, I am the smith that crafts the blade. You are my ward, my iron. Forged in fire, turned to steel to protect ideals, fragile, beautiful things. Warriors of whimsy, arcane assassins unseen, the trickster's mind and soul made whole by your human heart. Uh, You see, uh, she moves the book kind of to the side and smiles and goes, Now say this next part back to me, but replace the eyes with you's. And the use with eyes, you'll get it. Okay. Zerk sweats. <laughs> <laughs> she continues. Henry's throat clenches up. <laughs> uh, you hear the loud crunch of Shank in the background eating a cave monster. Uh, she continues and goes, I am the smith that crafts the blade. You are the blade that hunts the horror. You are the smith, smith. that you are the crafts, smith. crafts the blade. I, oh, am the, I am the blade that hunts the horror. I am the blade that hunts the horror. I am the blade that hunts the horror. I feel like you two are just repeating the last thing I said. Okay. <laughs> it's hard. Over I just, I I could just try it one more time. It's okay to not get it right, right. the first time. Ready? Okay. I am the smith that crafts the blade. You are the blade that hunts the horror. You, you are, are the smith, smith that crafts, crafts the, blade. the blade. I, I am the blade that hunts the horror. The horror. Uh, you see she nods and she goes, and it is a good day to begin the hunt. You see she closes the book with a smack and suddenly all of the candles in the room turn green. You guys see the chalk-filled circle in the stone floor suddenly grows lush with grass, uh, like a small grove appearing in the circle. Um, And you guys see a small leafy green tree appears. You guys kneel in its shade as you feel a magic blessing rain down on you from above. 
All of your guys' weapons are now plus one and magical and have hidden abilities. Fuck yeah. That will be oh. revealed later. Um, wow. Fia, you see Batilda hands her sword to you. And when you touch it, you feel kind of like you do when you hold Bookvar. You feel like closer to Arena. Arena. You feel her magic. And you can tell that now you have become the protector of Serenesis. And that's where we'll end our session. Oh! oh hell yeah. It's official. Your award. We did it. Wow. <laughs> Somebody recognized us. <laughs> wow. The third mates got promoted. Oh, wow. Gosh, man. man, that was incredible. I can't believe we almost died multiple times. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. None of this would have happened if Fia had one less HP. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yes. Good oh, Lord. my God. It's important to roll good on those hit dice, everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah, I got thorns and roses to discuss. Yes. Pronto. Um, you can hear us talk about all of that. Talk about the show over on our Patreon, patreon.com slash nadpod. That's N-A-D-D-P-O-D. Don't sing yet. We, you, um, I, are the blades. I don't know. <laughs> Does anybody uh, have anything they would like to plug? Uh, yeah, I would plug the uh, the episode I just did of Three Black Houndlings. Um, I, I believe I'm on this week's episode. So check that out. Caldwell's been on an episode. Lou's been on there. They're uh, coming for you, Murph. Check the them moment. out. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's right. Uh, looking forward to it. Uh, sweet. Check out um, Three Black Halflings. Uh, you'll see Jake on there. Uh, anybody else have anything to plug? Um, I would love to very quickly plug just all the nice notes we've gotten uh, at the P.O. Box uh, over the past few months. I've been kind of like saving them up, and I'm just going to read through them all uh, in a quick blast here. Uh, a quick blast, Cass Calloway, blast if you will. Blast me with kind notes, Here please. we go. <laughs> Um, nice notes came in from uh, Kirsa the dog musher, Bay from New York, Kayla in Ottawa, Christina in New England, Adam G in Japan. Wow. Wish we could visit Ooh, there. Yes. Cool. I'll come thank you in person. Yes. <laughs> Stephen L. in Florida. Good luck putting your aerospace engineering degree to use. Lizzie, Ooh. who's helped spread the joy of D&D to friends in South Korea. Um, a postcard oh of God. Buck Adams Cosmic too. Curious Cafe from Haley D., Abigail, Ooh. Alex, and Margo. Uh, Margo, who just turned one and a half, by the way. Congrats, baby. Love <laughs> babies. Love babies now. I'm all about babies. A Godzilla <laughs> postcard from Sarah. Good luck finishing up your masters. Ooh. Tobias, who sent Emily some sigils to use for extra Thank good dice you. rolling. Gotta have your sigils. I uh, did crit today on an attack, and that is truly the best crit feeling ever. So <laughs> Thank you, Tobias. Was it the sigils? Crit. Uh, Nysteria, who sent along some cute dino stickers, and then also a couple of save the dates. Uh, we got one from Allie and Tyler in New Jersey, Bethany and Daniel in Illinois, Alicia and Caleb in West Virginia, Elizabeth and Adam in California, and Andrea and Dominic in North Carolina, as well as Aaron and Mark, who, in an attached note, uh, said that they thought that I was the hot one of the group, and this has gone to my head immediately. <laughs> Thank you very much, wow. Aaron and Mark. Uh, okay. It's going to go ahead and uh, I'm going to weigh in and say that hurts my feelings. <laughs> but I do like the, sp the, the spray tan that you yeah. showed up with. That looks cool. And you got your teeth bleached. Yeah. It's, a, it's a jarring shade. It's an unnatural shade of white for sure. <laughs> Slightly it's to glowing. Be veneers, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's like so white, it's green. It's weird. <laughs> uh, yeah, 1920 Hillhurst Avenue, number 222, Los Feliz, California, 90027. Uh, thanks again for sending us stuff. Sweet. Big ups to your nups, everybody. Mm -hmm. uh, Big ups to your nups. <laughs> Big ups to your nups. Oh, and one more thing to plug. Um, mm -hmm. 
next week we will be doing a Trinivale one shot. Oh, uh, that's right. It's very it. fun. Mm-hmm. It's very funny. Um, the uh-huh. Triplets are truly awful. <laughs> They're essentially bad guys now. <laughs> They're it's yeah. awesome. We saved the world. We're allowed to yeah. be bad guys. It's now. so mm-hmm. fucking fun to to not have to play a good person. Yeah, it's <laughs> a lot of pieces yeah. of shit. <laughs> Yeah, pieces of shit. Um, yep. Shittier than ever. Um, but yes, uh, th- this was a um, five Thursday month, so we decided to do uh, something Ooh, a little special for thick the thurs. Um, end of the month. Um, so next week, we will have uh, an episode of Trini Vale. End of the month, uh, last Thursday, we will have a D&D court, so be on the lookout for that. And then in um, May, we'll be back with um, Eldermorn picking up from here. Um, you can follow us on social media on various platforms that we don't use. Uh, at chmurf is me, uh, at Caldy's Caldwell, at Axford's Emily, and at Jake Hurwitz is Jake. You can tweet about the show using hashtag NADPOD. That's N E D D P O D. We are, we are the youth of the nation. We are the youth of the nation. That one almost felt good. It's the end of the show, everyone, and you know what that means. We simply must shout out our benevolent council of elders, starting with Brad D., Jeffrey S., Haldor Frostback, Steelbreaker, and Matt M., D&D players who sacrificed nat 20s from their own games to help the third mates womp Olwyn the Sullen. We owe each of you a summoning kazoo for your service. Jordan DJ, Cutter W, Jive G, Zolo Dolo, and Dylan B. Deep Folk Brewers who created a stout beer so thick and dark that it accidentally turned into a light, swallowing, miniature black hole. Looks like Via's got her hands full. Schubert the Mushroom, Danielle the Dastardly Dame, Andrew M, Beardman Dan, and Scott D, the hairstylists in charge of making sure Alwyn the Sullen's signature swoop is perfectly maintained. Right after they finish, Alwyn refreezes them so that he never has to leave a tip. Rude. Danny P, mixologist Michael McD, Victor T, Balnor's boy, Andrew B, and Kevin S. People who bought Vervain brand fireworks for their children. Luckily, everyone survived, but Andrew B. did get 1D4 degree burns on both their hands. Justin I, Nicholas T, Ragnar Ferdwind, TJM the Gnome Barbarian, Elena M, and Trele the Crayfe. Olwyn the Solon's speechwriters. They prepared over 300 different one-liners for every possible outcome of the fight, 90% of which were ice puns, while the other 10% were just straight-up stolen follow-up boy lyrics. Jared E., Austin Bonesaw MR, Damiel R., and cyborg version of Josh the Kobold, teachers at the Deep Folk Gambling Hall slash elementary school who just found out that due to budget cuts, they're also a dog racing track now. Wow. Octolich, Gage M, Richard X Machina, Michael L, and Sergio Salazar Salomon Zacharias de Sequani. Fairy judges who watched Henry's ice skating performance. However, instead of giving him numerical ratings, they all got together and wrote out, Tuck in your nuts, please, instead. Trust the Traveler, Sir Carl, Jory S, Dana G, 
Azoth Shadows, Callum M, and Ryan, followers of Zael, the Fairy Lord of Storms. They can summon gusts of wind at will and ride lightning as if it were horses. Despite all of this, they wield only a fraction of the power, influence, and shrimp enjoyed by the followers of Moria. Jack L, Flawless Whale, Temporal, Sam L, Nicholas C, and Reese N.S., founders of the 4th of Vervain. It's a holiday that the Vervain Corporation is trying to make happen where everyone gets together, lights a bunch of dynamite, and watches the explosions. <laughs> so far, it hasn't caught on. Samuel B., Mike H., Matthew E., Colton B., Adam G., and Matteo C., a squad of figure-skating octopi that were eyeing Bookfar after his Smafire performance but have since crossed his name off their recruiting list. Nabadger, Panama James, Cummins the Bard, Adrian the Halfling Bard, and Dan, the makers of Cave cigars, the only cigars meant to be smoked in poorly ventilated underground locations. Nikki W, Grace G, Drew Nasty, Cece Lulu, and Jay, the hosts of Cave Creature Cookoff, the beloved television show in which deep folk compete to whip up the tastiest cave creature creations. Having five hosts seems like a lot, you might say, and you'd be right. Barnesinator, Michelle O, Timmy R. Jonathan W., the crock-wearing warrior, and Lucas B., the only five people to ever collect all 23 Zelbuldar postcards. Laskrar didn't mention them because their names are so hallowed that even to whisper them aloud is blasphemy. Aaron S., Kevin M., Hogfish's Above Average Hog, New York, and Stephen C., the deep folk that heeded Sienna's warning about the earthquake, but not in the way she intended. They actually stayed right where they were, but started an earthquake retrofitting company, and now they're rich. KJ, Michael M, Raul N, Mike K, Maxwell C, and Karen J. All the previous wards of the previous incarnations of Cyrenesis, who, if they all met, would probably pathetically squabble for Cyrenesis's attention, feel worst of all. Justin Raccoon, Nick W., Matthew R., Esme M., and Spartagnus. The Deep Folk Public Works Department, which has gone to great lengths to distinguish their sewage pneumatic tubes from their male pneumatic tubes, but still, every day, is defied by misbehaving Deep Folk youngins. Nathan, Casimir the All-Knowing, Big Bad Beard of the Mad, Eric M. and Jack Mehoff, members of Alwyn's pop-punk band. Right now, they just have a bunch of poetry and are currently looking for their Patrick Stump. Burley T., Axel A., Nero, Claudius, Caesar, Augustus, Germanicus, Christian A., and J. Dragonborn, temple explorers who were frozen by Alwyn on purpose. They've requested to be thawed as soon as the emo side-swoop hairstyles come back into fashion. Joro, the Inappropro, Liam D, the Sandrian, Ben A, Faldanis, and Dave H, Luskrar's invisible spotters. They help him perform great feats of strength without ruining any of his mystique. Catherine S, David K, Christian S, Keith K, Kyle H, the Time Walker, and Emilio D. 
Deep folk with terrible senses of direction. They haven't been able to make it back to the outpost in months. They're currently wandering around in the mountains just shouting, Blood from stone! at every rock. Frankie Koala, Big Bad John, Aston S, Blair the Bug, Blair Barbarian, and Porkchop. Ranch Hands. No, they aren't hired hands that help out on a ranch, but rather hired hands that help out ranch while he works on a ranch. It's not confusing. You shouldn't say that it is. Chanel M, Alice, Minette F, Pat L, Achutha A, and Lauren H. Music critics who have slammed Alwyn's terrible lyrics. They have been frozen and will not be thawed until they, quote, remember it better. Joshua D, a.k.a. Elias Hawthorne, Maddie Y, Alex H, the eldest Barry, Ryan Est, and the Bone Duster, Paladins of Moria, stricken with a terrible curse. They all have a shellfish allergy. Joshua H, Rubik Crisp, Idrassel, Brentley C, Micah B, and Ploops. A wedding party who booked the Temple of the Guardians for their ceremony. They chose the path of the Summer Fairy, and let's just say the wedding night was red hot because Callista set everyone on fire. Carly Ann, Connor Savage, Russell H., Christopher J.O., Logan S., Leviathan, and Demi A., a group of emo deep folks who go to every Olwen the Sullen show, but so far Olwen's Patrick Stump has never shown up, and Olwen just reads his poetry over a badly timed bass riff. BioQuirt7, Kenny, Remington CD, Amber K, and Everett P. Collectors of novelty snow globes from Eldermorn, but after hearing what Olwen does, they're slightly concerned. Are those real people in there? Trub, Hop Dropper, K, so say. Jesse DLR, Lindsay W, Champ Wild, and Valen. Choreographers bringing the story of Octopus Bookfar on ice to life. So far, about four skaters have been injured in the eight-legged ice skate costume, but that's no reason to give up. Sprite Pepsi, Carlin C, Anthony S, Sally S, and Tristan C the Goose. 50-year-old deep folk children who learn math by gambling at school. They also learn P.E. by having drunken bar fights. It's awesome. Jake, Emily S., the new petty king of Outerboro Sessy. Matthew J., Scrip the Scripper. <laughs> I actually made that one crazier. Scrip Scripper. And Zane C., cooks who operate the Yeti Spit. The meat is perfectly seasoned, slow-roasted, meticulously carved, and they are not having any of Hank asking them for a hot dog. Thank you. Michael S. The Bone Duster. Noah. Wyatt B. Loyal Thurger. Rogue Cree. And Daniel N. Waiters at Earthen Ale who have learned to read lips as it's impossible to hear over the nonstop drumming. They wouldn't have it any other way, though. Sam N, Joseph H, David S, Mr. Dude's Guy, Conflicted DM, and Justin LB, an Eldermorn Olympic volleyball team who are obsessed with recruiting Fia so they can harness her raw athletic ability to win this summer. Connor P, Dandy, Jennifer R, Clifton A, Reverend Chatterbones, and Richard G. 
all tied for the record of eating the most cave creatures at Earth and Ale. So far, the record is one. So we'll see if Shank can beat it. That's all. Thank you all. We love you. Y'all are so good to us. Goodbye, sweeties. That was a HeadGum Podcast.